Welcome back to another week at Pettisville Missionary Church. Join us this week as we celebrate the resurrection of Christ this Easter. We've been on this journey with Jesus. We've heard his anguish in the garden. We've heard his silence on trial before Pilate. We heard his cry, it is finished. He expelled his final breath on the cross. And thankfully, the story does not end with Jesus' death. Sunday was coming. Sunday would be the day that would shock the world. Sunday would be the day that would shake the gates of hell. Sunday would be the day that would shatter all doubts regarding Jesus, who he is. The gospel writer Matthew records it this way on Sunday, the third day following Jesus' death, at the break of dawn, there was a violent earthquake, and Jesus rose from the dead. Then an angel came from heaven and he rolled the stone away from the opening and then he sat on the stone. The Roman guards who were at Jesus' tomb were frozen with fear and they fell to the ground like dead men. Then the women came to the tomb and the angel said to them, do not be afraid. For I know you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go and tell his disciples, he is risen from the dead, and he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. I believe the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead is the greatest miracle in all the world. I believe it's the greatest moment in all of history, the most crucial, the most pivotal, the most important event ever. Why do I believe this? First of all, I believe it because the resurrection proves that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. There were so many questions during the time that Jesus walked this earth. You know, who is this Jesus? You know, is he just a popular Jewish rabbi? Is he just a, a good teacher with, with good moral teachings and, and a great storyteller? Or is there something more? Because who can do these kinds of miracles? Miracles of feeding 5,000 people from a few loaves of bread and some fish. Who can raise the dead? Who can drive out demons? Who can calm a raging storm? There has to be more about this Jesus. And after Jesus' death, I'm sure there were 
hundreds of questions. Like, is he really the son of God? I mean, why didn't he save himself? Why didn't God rescue him? But then on Sunday, resurrection morning, everything changed. Everything changed. Because Jesus' resurrection proved once and for all that he was indeed God's son. Because no one raises himself from the dead. Only Jesus. Only Jesus. And not only does the Bible tell us that Jesus rose from the dead, but you go to secular writings, non-Christian sources, and they too all point to the fact that the tomb was empty, that Jesus did rise again, that Jesus appeared to his disciples. He appeared to more than 500 at one time. This is no hoax. This is no made-up story. It is based on proven facts. And because of the resurrection, Jesus is who he claims to be, the Son of God. Secondly, Jesus' resurrection defeated the enemy Satan. The New Testament tells us that one of the reasons Jesus came was to destroy the works of the devil. And that had started way back soon after creation. Satan was cast out of heaven, took on the form of a serpent, and tempted Eve to eat from the tree eat the fruit from the tree that was forbidden. Eve ate, she gave the fruit to Adam. Adam ate of the fruit as well. Both Adam and Eve disobeyed God. And in that moment, in that exact moment, sin entered the world. But God put a plan into place already Already at Genesis chapter 3, God put a plan into place to not only save Adam and Eve, but to save everyone who believes by faith in Jesus. God's plan was to send His one and only Son, send Him to this earth, becoming fully human and yet remaining fully God, living a sinless life and going to the cross to pay the debt, that sin debt that we all owed. Again, Jesus' resurrection defeated Satan. It conquered death once and for all. Thirdly, Jesus' resurrection ushered in a new era where there is now grace and the forgiveness of sins and no longer the blood sacrifice of animals was needed for the forgiveness of sins because that's how it was done prior to the cross. If you sinned, you would go to the priest. The priest would slaughter a lamb. He would then take the blood of that lamb and sprinkle it over the altar and your sins would be forgiven. Jesus ushered in a new era, a new covenant, 
saying, look, that's no longer needed anymore. I am the Lamb of God. I am the perfect sacrifice. We're not going to do this anymore. And I am now going to offer grace. I'm going to offer the forgiveness of sins because I have paid for those sins. The resurrection proves that. The resurrection ushers in this new era of grace and forgiveness of sins. All of our sins have been paid for. Past sins, any present sins, even future sins. They were all placed on Christ and he paid the price, which was his very life. And now we are the recipients of his grace. But we have to receive that gift of grace. We can't ignore it. We can't push it away. We can't just live how we want to live. We have to receive the gift of grace. We have to come to Jesus by faith, saying, Jesus, I believe in you. I believe in you as the Son of God. And I can't live this life on my own. I can't save myself. I can't make my way to heaven. I can't earn my way to heaven. can't work my way to heaven. It's only by the grace of God. I believe for us as Christians, this message of salvation, the free gift of God's grace, that is the greatest message that the world needs to hear right now. We all know that the world is in a place of confusion, place of uncertainty, spiraling out of control, spiritual darkness. And yet we, as the church, we have the message of hope. We have the message of life. We have the message that really makes sense of everything going on in the world. Because without Christ, nothing is going to make sense. Everything will still remain in confusion. But with Christ, with grace, with forgiveness, with the promise of life everlasting in heaven, that is the message of hope and life and joy and freedom. So as I wrap up here this morning, I want to be sure that every single one of you here in this room every one of you watching via live stream, I want to be sure that you know Jesus, that you are in a personal relationship with him, that you've received that free gift of grace. Jesus wants that for you more than anything else. We here at Pedestal Missionary, we want that for you. We want you to know Jesus. We want you to have the, 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 the joy that comes from being forgiven and knowing that I have a purpose, I have something to look forward to, eternity, eternity in heaven with Jesus and with all of the people of God who have gone ahead. For in that moment when you receive salvation, 
Everything changes. You are forgiven. You are transformed from the inside out. You become an adopted son or daughter of the living God. And you have the assurance of life everlasting. That's the beauty of God's grace and his salvation. And I want that for all of you. So if there's anyone here this morning who has not said yes to Jesus, who has not stepped out in faith and said, Jesus, I need you. I want you to be my Lord and Savior. I want this life, this new life that you give. Come to him. He is there, ready to receive you just as you are. You don't have to clean up your life. You don't have to fix yourself all up. Jesus says, come as you are. Come, all you are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. I will give you grace. I will give you salvation. I will give you new life. So I'm going to say a prayer. And if there's anyone here who needs to say this prayer with me to receive the gift of grace from God, Say this prayer in your heart along with me, please. Lord Jesus, I know that you are the Son of God. You are the Savior of the world. You died on the cross for me. And I come to you, Jesus, in full surrender to you because I can't save myself. I'm destined to an eternity apart from you. But with you, Jesus, everything changes. I'm a new creation where the old is gone and the new has come. You give me a new name. I'm newly adopted into your family. Thank you, Jesus. I believe in you. I confess my sin to you. I trust in you alone for my salvation. Thank you, Jesus, for who you are and all that you have done for me. I thank you. In your name, amen. If you've prayed that prayer this morning, I invite you to see me after the service. I'm going to be hanging out here in the sanctuary. I'll also be out in the foyer, but come talk to me. I would love just to be able to hear of your coming to faith. And you loved, I'd love to put some, just some good tools in your hands to, to get to know Jesus in a better way. If you still are, maybe have questions about Jesus, I invite you to, to ask those questions. Again, you can talk to me. Also, I have a, a box uh, in the foyer it has on it, got questions, and you can take just a little piece of paper that's there and jot down your questions about Jesus, about salvation, about grace, about eternity. Write those down, and I will address those very questions next Sunday right here at Pettisville Missionary. Well, we have so